Hello, my friends. Welcome to Contemplakid, where I hope that you can come to personally know Jesus through your imagination and the Gospels, just like the saints did. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. So before you start this meditation, maybe look up a picture of Solomon's portico, Jesus. Solomon's porch or Solomon's portico was on the east side of the temple. And it is here that we'll find Jesus today talking to the Pharisees. And it was called Solomon's portico because it that area was from the original temple that was built by Solomon. Now, Solomon was the son of King David, who was one of the richest kings or the richest king in the history of the Jews. He was greatly blessed by uh, the father um, with, with much wealth, and he built the first temple to God the Father. And this was 1,000 years before Jesus. And that temple was uh, mostly destroyed, but part of it remained and uh, we think that that part was um, the eastern wall, which is Solomon's porch. And so you can see why Jesus would want to be in that area, because it was part of the first temple that King Solomon was inspired by God to build. And this porch uh, wasn't like a porch on a, on a house. This was giant columns, 40 feet high by several hundred feet long, rows of columns that... Um, that had a, were, were covered above, and that's why it was was called a porch. And this is where Jesus would often teach. And later on, after Jesus died, uh, Peter would teach here, and the apostles would often gather here. So Jesus is is sitting in, in this porch, and the uh, Pharisees are going to come, and they're going to try to trap him. Now, an animal trap is something that that trappers, they, they would hide this trap in an area that an animal might walk. And then when the animal stepped on it, it would close and he'd catch the animal. And so the Pharisees are trying to hide this trap for Jesus. And it's about taxes. And the reason taxes were, uh, could be a trap for Jesus is because if you, if Jesus said, no, the Jews shouldn't pay the taxes to the Romans. And the Romans were the people that had conquered the Jews. If he said that, the Romans would be mad at him and might want to put him to death. But if he says, yes, the Jews should pay taxes to the Romans, then the Jews would be mad at him and would turn against him. And so that's what's going to happen in today's story. But what I want you to focus on is just that the Son of God, the creator of the world, is sitting here with his back against this giant column that 1,000 years ago King Solomon had built. And his people, the people he has come to save, are trying to set these little petty traps for him. And how sad that must have made him that he had come to save the world. And here these people are trying to trap him so they can put him to death. So let's close our eyes and let's say a prayer to the Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of thy faithful and enkindle in them the fire of thy love. So I want you to imagine that you're sitting in Solomon's porch 
and you're sitting down with your back against one of these mighty pillars, and Jesus is a little ways off, and he's also sitting with his, his back against a pillar with some of his apostles around him. And way above your head, 40 feet above your head, there's a, there's a beautiful roof. But then you can also see outside into the courtyard where there's no roof and you can see the sky and the light is kind of coming down and making shadows among the pillars. And the gospel says, the Pharisees went off and plotted how they might entrap Jesus in speech. They sent their disciples to him with the Herodians saying, teacher, we know that you are a truthful man and that you teach the way of God in accordance with the truth, and you are not concerned with anyone's opinion. And this is what the Pharisees are setting up the trap. They're complimenting Jesus so that he will answer them. But then they say, for you do not regard a person's status. Tell us then, what is your opinion? Is it lawful to pay the census tax to Caesar or not? Knowing their malice meaning that Jesus sees through their trap. Jesus said, Why are you testing me, you hypocrites? Show me the coin that pays the census tax. Then they handed him the Roman coin, and he said to them, Whose image is this, and whose inscriptions? They replied, Caesar's. And Caesar was the king of the Romans. And Jesus said to them, Then repay to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, and to God what belongs to God. And the Pharisees go away because he saw through their trap. And I want you to just sit there and realize that over there against that column is the creator of the universe, God the Son. In the column that he's leaning against, he designed the stone. He made the stone. And when, in the beginning of the world, when he made that stone, he probably knew that eventually that would be a column in the temple to the God. And he knew why he made that stone a certain way. And he had made everything in the entire world. And he has come down to save us and to tell us the truth. And here, the leaders of his people are trying to trap him so that they can put him to death. And just think how sad that is. But I also want you to realize that it's the same way in our world today. Jesus comes down from heaven and comes to us under the appearances of bread and wine. And he is in every church all around us. And how infrequently, how little people come to visit him. And instead, just go about their our busy lives, trying to make money, trying to have fun, trying to keep our lives the same way. And there he is in the church. And let us think about how often we go into church and we genuflect and go sit in our pew, but we never actually say hi to God as a friend. So next time you go into church, this Sunday, when you kneel down before you go sit in your pew, I want you to realize you are kneeling down before Jesus, who died for you on the cross, but also who created the whole world. 
who made and designed the tree that was sawed down and made into the pew that you're kneeling next to? Who made you and designed you? And I hope that you will just be filled with awe that he is really there. And then when you go kneel down in your pew, talk to him. Say hi to him. Tell him about your day. Tell him what you hope will happen today. And tell him you love him. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad.